2: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: You're listening to Achtung Noir. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to A New Direction for Achtung This I'm calling this... Achtung Grassroots. It feels a bit um, of an awkward title but I couldn't think of anything else in the moment. I've only just decided to do it so you know you've got to forgive a bit of uh, pre-planning on it. Joining me is show regular and fan of grassroots football I think it's fair to say Michael Avery. Welcome to the show Michael.
2: Good afternoon Um, yeah thanks for having me on Nick and hello listeners.
1: Um, Now we're talking specifically about a game that you went to last night. You sent me some really quite nice um, voicemails from the Erif derby game which it needs a name michael isn't it i know there's the the Classico. i do just I, the Bexy hefo or something like that i don't know it needs it needs some kind of um, title this this derby doesn't it el Erifo. Yeah, it's the it's the Eeriff derby played at eiriff town's ground which is um, what's the name of the sports centre where they play, Michael? Or the um, it's
2: it, it's called like the sort of Irf Arena. Um, it's it's literally just next door to the um, Irf Leisure Centre. So, Irf um, Leisure
1: Centre. So there we are. Yeah. Let's run the voicemails. Michael sent me these from the, from the game last night, and then we'll come back after those to just to talk about the the the, uh, the, the non league scene. Achtung, Milwall.
2: And so we've arrived for today's game between Eirith Town and Eirith and Belvedere, the home team in their red and black stripes, and the away side in their sort of well-known blue and white, but a slight different sash than in previous times. I think this has got to do the rebrand we spoke about recently. Good little turnout for um, both sides, um, crowd-wise. And even though we've got one speaker, which may not be the quality of uh, Mr. By for now, he's pumping out a few bangers, in he, before the game? Not long now till kickoff. We've got the two, uh, two of the three AV juniors with me. So, what do we think the score will be today? One all. One all. Very conservative, like his dad. What do you think? Two one. Two one. To so which one?
1: To Earith
2: Town. Irif Town. So we're going for the home side. So up the Dockers, up the Deers, because we need to be impartial when we're in this game. More at half time half-time here at the Eerith Stadium and it's currently Eerith Town nil. Eerith and Belvedere nil. It's awfully strange doing this without Mill involved but I feel like a bit more of a roaming reporter. Um, good game so far to be fair. It's a, it's a lovely little stadium, really nice little sheltered stand with an awful lot of people in for a sort of midweek non-league game which is really, really good to see. Um, also as well it's eight pounds to get in the concessions got a rate as well and under 16s are free dear listener free to get in for children so As we've said on the show a number of times, if you are a fan of the non-league, it's a great day out for the family. Um, Already seen a few people I know, and I didn't even know were coming, so it was good to catch up with a few people. Uh, Back to the game itself, good good game between the two sides, really, really uh, lively so far. Um, The keeper's not been tested too much, but Irith and Bilvedere are, are the better side. They've had more opportunities, they've hit the side netting, and they're getting down the right wing a lot better, so there's a lot to do here for the home side. A little bit torn there's two to go for, really, because I do like Hereford Town, lovely little setup. but also I like Irif and Belvedere so, you know, I feel, I, feel, I feel like I'm a bit of a neutral you know, or I feel like in friends every time Ross gets a new girlfriend and he looks at Rachel what does he do, who does he go with, you know but no, it's been, it's been a really good game, really enjoyable and looking forward to the second half, up the Dockers, up the Deers The second half is barely what, two minutes old and we've have our first goal of the game, dear listener. It is 1-0 to Irith and Belvedere. Uh, a penalty um, was awarded for a late challenge in the penalty area. It was a it was a penalty. There was no real complaint from Irith Town. And uh, the chap from Irith and Belvedere, apologies, I can't see their shirt numbers from here. He uh, slots it in the bottom corner. So... Looks like they've continued that pressure and that hard work from the first half. They actually came out um, just before the first or second half whistle, should I say. Looks a bit sharper with their warming up and, and keeping fresh. And I think with the way the game's going, here and Belvedere deserve the lead. So 1-0 to the away side. Up the, up the deers in this instance. Second goal of the game goes to Ereth and Belvedere. So it's 2-0 to the away side. Big cheer from a, a number of people in the stands and also a lot of groans from the home stands. Really, really, really nice goal there from Eryth, to be fair, from Belvedere. Nice break down the left-hand side, drops his shoulder, goes to the byline, cuts it back, and the centre-forward bangs it into the roof, and it fantastic goal. Really, really well taken. Really, really good goal for this level. And Eerith um, from Belvedere rightly are tuning up. So... Come on the deers. full time at the Eerith Stadium, and it finishes Eerith Town nil, Eerith and Belvedere two. A really, really good second half, really, really lively, some great football. Uh, as we said, we had the penalty and the goal for Ieriff and Belvedere. We also had one dislodge for offside. Um, some big, big tackles going in. Um, good performances by the referees and the officials. Good to see that, but also more importantly as well, um, a really good account from both sides, Eerith Town. Had a wonderful move from a corner, um, right in injury time. Well struck volley that was pushed very, very um, well wired by the goalkeeper to keep a clean sheet. And just a great, great game here. Really, really enjoyable. Can't, can't really recommend this enough. Really, this is definitely a grand that I'll be coming to again. It's uh, not going to lie. It's uh, slightly more old-fashioned than St. Paul's and perhaps Part View Road. You know, and it feels like a, uh, a sort of. English urban version of one of the Italian Italian 90 stadiums with the running track on the outside, but really, really enjoyable day, really, really good fun. And yeah, get down here and support these non-league clubs uh, the best you can, if you're local. And remember, we've got Fisher FC too, so yeah, good, good, good habit for the non-league. Common a new lines, but in this instance, up the Deers and up the Dockers. So we're here currently with the Irith and Belvedere manager, uh, Danny Murphy. Great game today, wasn't it? Great game this
0: evening. Yeah, it's a good game, it's a difficult place to come. People are so far away from the pitch and you know, when the ball goes out of play it can be out of play for a long period of time. Okay. And uh yeah it is difficult because it it's like the game gets slow so it's hard to like retain momentum the whole time. Yeah. Um, no listen the boys did great tonight, keep kept a clean sheet which is something we've been trying to do over the last few weeks so Massively important to us moving forward.
2: Yeah, because looking at your results over the last few weeks, you've had a couple of free ones, a five-one. You had a free one in the cup as well, didn't you? And you went through to the next round, was it an extra time? Yeah, a little, a, a little while yeah. back. So, the problem ain't the scoring the goals, obviously, um, and with the goals you're scoring, uh, you know, the ones you can see ain't a massive, massive yeah, issue. But it's good to get the clean sheet and, and a local little derby, and all, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's massively important for us as a team to keep clean sheets. I mean, because. As the season goes on, they're going to be important. We're able to do that, and you know, winning games is the habit, and keeping clean sheets is also. So, I've been massively pushing the boys to keep clean sheets this year because it's something we feel that we could do better on than we did last year. And um,
2: we're about to get run over by a temporary dugout.
0: That's why it's in the background there. Yeah, no, I think us, like, yeah, it's been important to keep clean sheets and make sure that we don't, um, don't concede too many goals. and I, we, I think we always look like a threat we're going to score, um, it's just having that consistency.
2: Yeah, he was never really under any real trouble except for at the end when they had that um, that nice dipping volley that the keeper pushed nicely around the post. Nice, good couple of goals. Looks good going into the game. I know you've got a game in Tunbridge Wells, but you've also got the Glebe game coming soon, haven't you? So that's that's going to be a big one.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, it's an important that is, all Every game's important and, you know, every game's a big game for us at the moment and you know, playing or a team who have you know, scored a lot of goals themselves, and you know, they're, they're decent. They've got some good players, um, play a decent style of football, and you now it'll only be a good game against us because you know, they're, they're aggressive and the way they play. We are also, and you know, with both teams playing that way, it just you know, set us up for a good game. Yeah, that's,
2: no true, and it was one level we look forward to. Final one now, just for you, because I, I appreciate you're busy. A couple of years has been really stop-start with the COVID thing. Good to see some fans back in the ground. What what does it mean playing back in front of fans properly and also what, what, what are your what are your or what can you say to the listeners listening to this who are a little bit should you come and watch here from Belvedere, what are they going to get from your games?
0: I think they're going to get plenty of goals and they're going to get a lot of excitement and you know we've got some really good young talent here and that could potentially go on to bigger and better things and you know come down here watch them and say oh I watched them play there. I mean like we've got some players here in this team like five or six players under the age of 21 who could potentially go on to you know, League One and Championship sides with the ability they've got. And I think, like for me, it's like come out and watch them at a local level and show like it isn't all about getting kids to go off to a pro club to earn their stripes and earn where they need to be in a few years' time. And I think that being at this level, more young kids need to do it. Yeah. Like, more young kids need to, give, have to take that opportunity. And when it's given to them, do what the boys are doing here where they're grabbing it with both hands because they want to do it. Yeah, lovely stuff. No Brilliant. Good luck this season, mate. Cheers. Adam, so uh,
2: disappointing 2-0 uh, home defeat today, but to be fair, everything Ir- and Belvedere are a good little side, didn't they? Uh, and I, th- I, think, I think considering the way they knocked the ball around, uh, I, th- I think you, you was in the game for large periods, would you agree?
3: Yeah, I just think we, um, I thought first half we'd we done all right, we changed the system a little bit, but we just pressed the self-destruct and we come out after two minutes, missed the first header, man's going away from goal and, just dive in and give a penny away. It's, just, it's, it's how it's been all season, really, with us. We just make silly mistakes at silly times.
2: Yeah, um, I, 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 I think I have to agree there. It, it, it probably weren't the best start to the second half. Um, first half, I thought you contained quite well, even though you could probably argue that even Belvedere did, did edge it. But I did think even after the two goals, you, you were actually starting to get more in the game and, and you were unlucky with that strike late in injury time, weren't you? Yeah, but it's... it's
3: again, like I said to the players, they've often puffed, but... We've got six or seven out of the moment that
2: are massive for us. Um, and when you've not got them players, it's, it's hard, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, um, you've got, a, you're currently around the sort of mid-table at the moment, aren't you? Um, do you think when you get those players back, you'll, you'll see an improvement in the results And how we, we haven't been able to play the um, our strongest side yet so far, so
3: obviously missing Andy Walker, the goalkeeper tonight. Dan Nash, our right back, we had a 16-year-old play right back. We've got Ryan Mahal out centre-half. We've got Harry Gamble out missing. The yeah. Harry Gamble missing from central field. You know, alongside Danny Gannon, Fred Abasa. The list just keeps going on. Jack Fenton. So like I said, we've got Ooh. six or seven out injured, and they're big players for us, and it's hard for us to, to get any consistency going with players missing. Yeah,
2: no, you're right, and you've you've got um, yeah, but what got a positive where you know you've you've done well in the FA Cup a, a little while ago. Um, I believe, I believe. Have you got um, just Fisher just just been announced? for yeah, for in yeah, the future. Yeah, Fisher. Yeah, so um, they've been
3: announced today. So that would be a good tough uh, tough game. AJ's get some working hard. But we've just got to improve on one getting players back and two some quality would be nice.
2: Yeah, yeah, and just finally before we go, I, um, I had a chat with um, the Open Belvedere manager just before just before speaking with you. Um, it's been a stop-start a couple of years because of the old COVID pandemic. Good to see the fans back in. Um, and what, what what, can you say to the fans who are listening to this who think, you know, maybe I might get down to be a Town and, and watch, see how they get on?
3: Yes, yeah, so we're trying, obviously, as hard as we can as a community club to um, get people through the door. Obviously, it's always hard when you don't own your own ground and things like that. And we are fighting with one arm to be open back with no bar. Um, which ain't great um, but that's, that's out of our hands nothing we can do about that it's just poor, um,
2: poor from whoever runs the building yeah blame, blame, blame the leisure centre keeping people fit for shutting the bar down eh? yeah exactly <laughs> no right. Well, good luck this season and I'll yeah, see, see you again see, see you,
1: back
2: you back mate
1: yeah welcome back dear listener I really enjoyed listening to those Michael well done thank you for sending them through to me I really appreciate that
2: no, no, that's no problem at all. And and uh, I'll tell you what I said it a couple of times to you last night and, and I put it in the voice notes. I'm I'm a fan of grassroots football as it is, so I, I do tend to go there slightly with rose tinted glasses. Um but last night's game was a real good quality game, um, with both sides who really considering it sort of like a Sort of semi pro level and the stereotypical, you know, you don't really sort of support these teams; they're not your first clubs.
1: No, no, no. no there was no. a
2: there, there was a lot of te- there was a lot of people there, so we had nearly two hundred, which for a sort of midweek game, um, you know, in in the evening, uh, like it finishes half nine, ten o'clock. You know, you got you. Yeah. It's a good turn, nearly a full standard local derby, and some really, really good football, some good tackles. Um, I'd have to say, Hereford and Belvedere did slightly nick it out the two. I, I, I said in my voice notes, I have a bit of allegiance because I'm literally right smack in the middle of the two two clubs, yeah. um, and, I, and I know some of the backroom staff of both of them quite well. So obviously, I always look out for both. But fantastic game, Hereford and Belvedere. They're currently top of the league at the moment. You know, four wins from four. Um, they have defused the next round of the FA Cup preliminary round. So they've they've had an exceptional start, and, it, and they showed their quality definitely.
1: And one of the purposes of doing these, listeners, I, I I've, I've thought about doing this for some time, then kind of various things, COVID, and then my own health got in the way of of doing it. But I'm really pleased to be able to give a little bit of coverage, Michael, to clubs like Ereth Town, Erif and Belvedere. We've mentioned Fisher on the show previously, and there there will be others that I want to um, give a little bit of um, coverage to over the course of the season, Glebe, I'm thinking of, and, and, and others. Um, the, it's really nice to be able to... Give some support coverage and maybe encourage one or two fans to get along to a game, whether it's at the weekend when Mill we're away or something, or midweek games. You know, however it however it pans out for people, it'd just be nice to try and put a few people through the doors. You know, get that 180 up to up to 200. I don't know, something like that. Just get a few bodies on on side these clubs do fantastic work. It, it struck me with your post match interviews with both the managers there. Um they're real starting points for a lot of players' careers, aren't they?
2: Yeah, exactly. And and speaking to the uh, speaking to the manager from from Erith and Belvedere, you know, he was really praising his team and you know
1: Danny watching Murphy, the game was, yeah.
2: Danny yeah. Murphy, yeah, you could you could see from the quality that the players had um that they were a good side. I mean I've literally just got the league table up in front of me now. So as I said, they've won four from four. They've scored thirteen goals in four games and they've only conceded three. You know, so, so after, after four games, they've got a goal difference of plus 10. And yeah. to be fair to them, this is how brilliant they are. But, and, and we'll touch on what they like with fans as well, was that even though you sort of half, half know them and, you know, we sent them an email to see what we could do. I literally went up to Danny after the game and I was like, look, can I just get a couple of words, I a little words. interview?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right.
2: and, and he sat that and he stood with me and we had this, this really long interview on how, how the team's preparing, how he sees the team going, the, the standard of his players. And also with Tan as well you think it's a non-league game it's a disappointing result for them as um as the manager said Woody yeah. um they've got about six or seven players out for whatever reason uh, he, he didn't go into detail but he still found the time to sort of talk to us to tell us how it's going what it means to him and how he started off he said like Irritan is very much a community team they want they want to represent the area and and Belvedere like a. Uh, like Danny was saying as well, they've got a lot of young talented players who he's actually sort of nowadays his colours to the mask, and he said that they're probably capable of being in in high levels of English football. Which, if if you're if you're only if you're only paying less than a tenner to watch these type of players, why wouldn't you go down there?
1: Uh, so that really struck me. I thought that was that was a quote of the show in a sense because I think you know I'm, I'm really interested to get along to some of these games this season. I will be. Will be um you know getting myself down to some of the grounds as, as the season progresses. But that that quote really struck me because um, during the European Championships in the summer, I mean, some of the England players there was a, there was a, a piece I saw somewhere. I can't remember where, but it it showed their originating clubs. Often you know from different parts of the country, Michael, but they're often the the ear of towns of their area. Wherever you go, up and down the length and breadth of Brentford, the country. And it is so important. The grassroots is so vital for the game and, and you know, we've all been through COVID, we all know about that, but the, the knock that the game has taken generally, I just I'm just really keen to try and do whatever we can to give some support to it because it's such a vital part of the of the jigsaw of English football, isn't it?
2: It really is, and when I spoke to Ear of Towns, uh, chairman Mark beveney a fantastic guy, um, really puts a lot of effort in in at Millwall um, and with Millwall Supports Club and, and yeah, the yeah, local yeah. area and, and with here as well and I remember you spoke with him Nick, and you sent him an what email did, and you said within sort of 10-15 minutes he was back to you he's really freaking what does but I remember I would, I would just touch base with him during the pandemic and he was like I'm, I'm you know he, he's got his actual job as well that he does as, uh, along with the chairman role but he's like you know, we've got to find money for this. We've got to do this work. We've got to do that work. I turned up at the at the gate yesterday. You know, I've I've not I've not been to Ear of Town before. Um, I tried to get down there obviously last season before yeah. the, the pandemic. hit. the chairman is man in the turnstile to get people in. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's and good this is street. where
0: it's
2: yeah, yeah and this is where it's such a sort of community feel to it. He's the chairman of the club, is meeting fans on the door. Yeah, you know, and I mean, it's, it's just a fantastic feeling.
1: That's, I mean that, that that's what that's heart raises the spirits. It's it, you know it it's, it gives it gives a sense of the heart of English football. Um, these clubs deserve support, and I'm just looking at the same league table. It, both teams are in the Southern Counties East Football League, which I think Michael is what they call Steps Five and Six. So I, I can't mm-hmm. remember how it works now, but it, so they they will feed into um, I yes what's the one above that would that be ishmian league above above
2: yeah and then then that's when it starts becoming
1: sort of barnarama national level yeah so up into semi-pro kind of level at that point aren't you but this would be volunteer stuff wouldn't it at this level anyway
2: yeah definitely and i mean when we went to get a drink um after my two boys with me you know they're in the voice notes with their little predictions but it was it was like they've got like their little area where they've got their little merchandise as well so you know know, you've got You, you've got stuck voluntary staff man and all that kind of thing and and do you know what do you know what's really weird nick it's everyone loves the pro game and everyone everyone like likes watching the euros as you say yeah, the world yeah. cups and the yeah. champions leagues and all these but there's just something so humbling about these lower levels that makes you want to come back for more i remember a couple of years ago when millwall i can't remember who we was under but we was having a torrid season and i actually said half tongue-in-cheek um, there's a chap I sit with, um, and his nephew played for Dover on loan, and they played Welling. I actually said that the, <laughs> the, the way I felt that entire season watching Millwall, the best game of football I saw that year was at um, Welling-Dover because yes. of that sort of feeling to it and around it and, and what you get. And and just the actual, going back to the actual game itself, Erif Town were missing a number of players, and they're playing against a team who are now, you know, top of, top of the tree. But like they just kept on going. They just kept on driving. And I think that Woody says it in the post-match as well. I think they had like a 16, 17-year-old at fullback. He didn't really look too out of place. He looked he looked like he was holding his own well. And you're saying about uh, the Glebe's games that are coming up soon. I think in the next two weeks, I mentioned it to, uh, to Danny Murphy. But Irif are currently top of the tree. Four wins from four, as we said, with their goal difference. Yeah, Gle- yeah. Glebe are a game in hand. Three wins from three with a nearly identical goal difference. So, what a fixture that's going to so be already. You've got to you-
1: give um, your right area from Belvedere top the table after that two 0 win last night against their um, their, their, their local rivals, York Town. Sheppey United sitting in second. I mean, this is another thing, Michael. I mean, I'm just looking at the names. This is Southern Counties, so these are all Kent-based sides. I, I think maybe Sussex. I think there's you see Crowborough Athletic down down near the bottom of the table there. So you're going to have the the Kent stroke Sussex kind of region, there. I'm guessing, um, but I mean, these, these are all local sides for listeners. I mean, if you can get yourself along there, they the, the benefit to the game is immense. Sheppey in, in second, Glebe based in Chislehurst at, at Foxbury Avenue, I think. Michael, yeah, um, that's right. Kennington, I think, are Kent's side. I'd have to look them up. Chatham Town, will, you know, and so it goes on. Deal, Earif Town again, Tunbridge Rolls, and so on and so forth. Fisher, um. These these are signs that are nearby and they just benefit so much from any support that you can give, dear listeners. Um, Town sitting in eighth position, two wins and and two losses from their opening four games of the season. Um, Fantastic stuff. I, I really enjoyed listening to the... Um, the voice notes you did on on, on the, at the game last night. Did the kids enjoy it, Michael? Did they like it? Do
2: you know what? They absolutely loved it. And this was another point I touched on in the voice note. But if you think about it, so so we used the example with last night, and I know that I know that sometimes as a Mill Sports Club that's meant to be focusing, or even like a sort of fan base or a podcast that's meant to be sort of focusing on Millwall, yeah. you might get some people go, "Well, why are we advertising other people?" Okay, we we get that point. Last night there was absolutely no Millwall last night. No football, no under 23s, no lionesses, no anything. But by having an association with Millwall, I managed to take myself and my two sons in to watch a semi-pro game of football that ended 2-0 with a load of action
1: for a fiver. And it's just round the corner, you know. And it's, it's
2: just it. round the corner. It's literally so, 10 minutes from me. And the but the boys loved it. And and I, again I said I said it in the voice note, you know, we, I turned up there, had no intention of like sort of meeting anyone else. There's about eight or nine people I know live around the corner. They just fancied it as well, so they they brought their children along. My boys were playing with them at half time. The boys went out and sort of like was kicking a football around. Yeah. Two of the substitutes, two of the substitutes, come along and start kicking the football with the boys. That's and and have, that's, that's that's amazing. Now.
1: That's that's football as it should be, and I, that's fantastic to 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 hear that because that's how the 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 the. Uh, the hook of football gets into youngsters, and they want to follow the game for the rest of their lives. I, I hope anyway, and that's the beauty of it. That's what it should be all about. I'm just looking at the weekend fixtures because part of the intention of this podcast is to try and get some um, bums on seats or you know feet on on terraces or whatever the case may be. I'm just looking at Saturday's games. There's there's a FA Cup preliminary round. I'm seeing. Um, Erith Town actually away on Saturday at, at Seven Oaks. Seven Oaks Town versus Erith in the FA Cup prelim round. Um, Fisher are in the Premier Division of the SCEFL. They're at home to Wellington. And I saw er- Erith and Belvedere on Sunday. Sunday game, that'll be at Parkview Road. That's quite a nice looking fixture for anyone nearby, Michael. Um, Erith and Belvedere versus AFC Croydon. It's an FA Cup preliminary round. It's a four o'clock kickoff at um let's call it welling united's ground is parkview Road. everyone will know yeah. where where that is um and then midweek we've got fisher versus glebe on on tuesday night uh and then it's weekend fixtures here from belvedere next week so there's some there's some tasty looking fixtures there and I, it'd be great if we could do something just to get a few bums on seats at these at these clubs going forwards
2: but but, but it's interesting as well because as you say um, about getting bums on seats, because I remember a couple of years ago, um, basically, Eryph and Belvedere, um, their backroom staff, we dropped them an email, and I've said it before, about um, they did some kids with, um, something with the kids with the local scout club. Yeah. Now, what they did, they let all the scouts in for free, as I probably said before. They gave them a tour of the stadium. They they gave them a tour of the dressing room. One of the kids actually said to the goalkeeper of um, Eryph and Belvedere, oh, your goalkeeper club call cool. And the, the bloke signed them and gave them to the kid. The kid was absolutely <laughs> elated, you know, you know that kind of thing. And, but the kid didn't ask for me. He just said that was like a sort of nice colour. He's only a young boy. Yeah. Um, and he was excited. But ironically, they um, you mentioned about the Fisher game that's Saturday. They played against Krober Athletic. Now, Fisher have got Krober Athletic. And now I'm sort of looking at it thinking, they weren't a bad side, Krober. I, I wonder how Fisher get on. So just by going to watch these games, yeah. or if you go to a few... You will instantly start looking at other teams and go, oh, I remember them. I remember they had a decent centre forward, or I remember their right back had a good game, for example. So then you start building up your knowledge of the non-league, and you say, as well. So you've got the. I'm not saying everyone all of a sudden just start going to oh, non-league no. football,
1: no, but, you know, but um, you know, whatever you want to. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, but like with the Fisher game on on Saturday, Millwall all the way in Cardiff. So if you're you're nearby, F- Fisher have got Wellington on your doorstep if you're nearby. Have A great game. But then when you actually, like you say, you have a look and you actually look at that FA preliminary round with Eric and Belvedere, they're, they're bringing out their club mascots and everything like that. They're advertising for kids to come along and everything like that. And, and as I say, you non-league football is such a sort of family affair, I think, because yes, you enjoy the, the pro game. Yes, you enjoy all the skills and the tricks and all stuff like that. But as we've said before, you, you know, there's not many places you can go, oh, do you know what? I might buy a pint and sit and watch the game, without you know, that, without yeah. threat of being kicked out by a steward you know, or Absolutely. or that kind of stuff, and it they, they're just they're just good things to have little connections too. I mean, Millwall fans have always historically had sort of two teams. We've always used to have an eye out for the old Fisher Athletic, but you know, where more people are now sort of changing where you know where they're going to and or the areas they live in, I c- I cannot literally see for the life of me why people don't think. Do you know what? I'll nip down to so and so and watch and play, especially yeah. when you've got teams like Glebe and Sheppy who are really sort of pumping some money it's in and decent, trying to do nice. some
1: good things. I'm just looking at the Monday bank holiday fixtures, listeners. Um, I mean, the, the, the fixtures are all over Kent. So you've got games at Bear Steer, at uh, Canterbury. But I'm, I'm looking at a home fixture for Erif Town, uh, the one that we're featuring, where we've got the links with Erif Town versus Holmesdale, and I think they're a Bromley-based side, if memory serves Um mm-hmm. Fisher at home to Tower Hamlets. This is all um, SCEFL fixtures and then um wedding wedding town at Tunbridge wells there's, there's there's a there's a range of fixtures to be had on on uh, bank holiday monday and i'll stick links on the on the um post when we put it out and i'll stick links in the show notes for this this particular show but for you know there's there's i don't mean millwall playing on bank holiday monday so why not get yourself out and if you want to see a game there it is it, you can do a lot of good by attending these these clubs i know they'll be grateful for the support um that was one of the things that struck me in your interviews last night mate
2: yeah yeah and, and and they are and they appreciate people being there and they appreciate people watching them and as they said it's it's a really good springboard because if you you could get some you could get some players can't you who might have a good running like an under 23 pro team, you put them in front of the sort of uh you put them in the first team in front of the fans and he'll absolutely freeze yeah so you know, you've got you've got players. That, yes, fair enough. Two hundred last night, or just under two hundred may not be the thousands you expect, but it's still two hundred fans in a local derby. So this sixteen-year-old fullback, who um, you know the of town manager said was was obviously filling a place, he's got the experience now playing in these type of games, and that'll only help him get better and better. So yeah, get down there, support these teams, and 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 a lot of the time because you don't have the allegiance you have with a professional team, yeah, you, you might find you enjoy life. the game more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you might find you actually enjoy the game more because you've not got no real affiliation to who wins or loses.
1: That's a, that's a novel idea, enjoying the game of football in front of you. I, 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 yeah, God nice. forbid, eh? God forbid. That's wonderful stuff, Michael. Um, I really hope that we can continue to do these across the course of the season. I certainly intend to get myself out to one or two clubs as, as the months pass um and we'll put links to all of the clubs the respective clubs that we're talking about in, in these shows in the in the social media and in the show notes i just want to say a big thank you to mike i've tapped you up for a couple of days running now from during the working days so i really appreciate your time no that's time all right and your time today I'll, so
2: I'll, I'll, I'll send i'll send my invoice in mate for you in the next couple of days <laughs>
1: so you know what's going to cost you oh thank you for listening dear listeners hope you've enjoyed this do let us know if you like it or well whatever you think of it really um and until the weekend it's um goodbye from myself goodbye from michael
2: goodbye for now listeners
1: arrivederci Or Arriva arrivederci grassroots thank you for listening normally being a little extra can be a bit much